Welcome into A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is Charlie Burris on this Monday morning, and we've got you covered here on ATOZ Sports. That's that promo code you should use. We're powered by BetMGM, our title sponsor of the morning show, and got to thank our presenting sponsors because they make this show happen, including Farm Bureau Health Plans, our brand new sponsor in 2022. We'll talk more about them. They make your life a lot easier and affordable by discovering your perfect health plan. Also, the Bone and Joint Institute down there in Franklin, state-of-the-art facility. We A to Z Sports trust them to help us at the Bone and Joint Institute. Wilson County Hyundai over there in Wilson County in Lebanon. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Go visit Payne Bone and his team and find your perfect make and model at wilsoncountyhyundai.com and Renner's Warehouse, only $89 per month. That is it to take all of the responsibilities of being a landlord. They are the professional landlords. They can make sure that they can present you with a nice little cash flow and less work on your end at renterswarehouse.com. All right, Charlie, you watched it yesterday. We had our pregame halftime postgame show live from uh, right there in Nolensville, Mill Creek Brewery, which we absolutely love on away games. And the Titans, they were away as well. They were in Houston getting the job done. 21 nothing at half ended up being a closer game than I think a lot of people thought, 28-25. to 25. But it doesn't matter what the score is as long as you won the game. And the Titans did that to seal up the number one seed in the AFC. Just kind of talk about your emotions and what you do did watching that game, knowing what all was on the line. Couldn't be a Titans game without being stressful. I, I think that's, it was too good to be true at halftime of 21-0. You have, you basically have just a, a dominant into the half, uh, you know, score two touchdowns right there at the end in the final couple of minutes. I think it was crazy. Um, and, you know, you're, you're feeling good at halftime, but you just, you got it in the back of your head. You go, this, it's still, we're still the Titans. We're still tight, you know? And of course, Davis Mills comes out looking like Peyton Manning and has to go make it a game. The defense falls apart. We got 89-year-old Danny Amendola looking like Megatron. But we won the game. And that, that's what counts. It just it had to be, it had to be Titans. Uh it, you know, I, I think even didn't Taylor want after the game. I think he said it was classic Titans. We fell asleep at the wheel. Why, why are players on the team saying that? That's not good. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to play around, Damian. Is it that's classic us, or we fall asleep at the wheel? But nonetheless, you win number one seed in the AFC. It's really exciting, man. I, I, I said it earlier when I was telling everybody to to share the show. How many times is this gonna happen? It's in my entire lifetime now. Through three times i think yep this and, is the third time so they did that in, in the early 2000s uh 2003 i believe 2008 was the last time they did that with Kerry collins and that team and now this year i mean it's it's hard to do now i know the packers make it easy to do but they have one of the best quarterbacks of all time right and the titans have kind of done this with three different quarterbacks that really don't get a lot of the top tier credit right Steve McNair was never known as the elite quarterback you know he was a damn good quarterback but not a hall of fame quarterback Kerry Collins was kind of a you know 
he was a, a, more of a kind of a backup in that role that kind of launched himself and propelled them to a 10 and 0 start in 2008. But you know, you only score 10 points in the divisional round against the Ravens, you're not going to advance, and they didn't. And now they have Ryan Tannehill, who Ryan Tannehill, I think, has shown elite type play over the last couple of years in, in, a, in a Titans uniform, but still he doesn't get the respect that I think Titans fans believe he should have. I Look, I don't think that Ryan Tannehill should be named in the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady, and that type, right? Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's in that category, but he's played some really damn good football over the last couple of years. He definitely has. And, and yesterday... It, it was it was nice to see that he got it together at the right time because in the middle of the season, I mean, at one point, didn't he have the same amount of interceptions that he had touchdowns? And fourteen it, and you, fourteen, yeah, that's brutal. And to see him turning the corner at the right time and still without Derrick Henry, like I, I think a lot of people their talking point with him has, oh, he's kind of a problem, Derrick Henry, because he, you know, he can so effectively run play actions. Uh, just because everybody respects Henry so much. That's a fair thing to say, but no Henry throwing to Westbrook Aquina and, and still making, making the play. I mean, the biggest play of, of the day where he's Houdini and, and gets out uh, of a for sure sack somehow is, is the Nick Westbrook, not the AJ Johnson, not the Julio Jones. I mean, he, he's throwing to these guys effectively or nobodies before the season and still, still making the plays. Yeah, you, you said it. He's not, he's not Brady, but I, I look at it. He, he can get this done for this team, and that's that's exciting to see. All right, let's get to our first question of the day, which I think is all encompassing of this season and what happened yesterday, and that is, what is the best part of this Titans team? After clinching the number one seed in the AFC, what is the best part of this Titans team after clinching the number one seed in the AFC? It can be, and this is kind of the, the best part about this question, it can be a handful of things. It could be Tannehill stepping up when needed yesterday. It could be the offensive line pairings and how, you know, how many different different guys have been next to each other but have still stayed and stayed pat. I mean, there's so many different answers. So comment in the comment section. But before we get to your answers, I am going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Injuries. Speaking of injuries, the Titans have been injured all year long. And we have benefited off of having a partner like the Bone and Joint Institute. Doc Talks. We, we've talked about Derrick Henry's foot. We've talked about Julio Jones's hamstring. All different types of injuries because we rely on the experts and they're experts down there in Franklin. They've got a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin, Tennessee and satellite locations throughout Middle Tennessee. So don't fumble on your recovery. They've got excellent doctors that will take care of you right there at the Bone and Joint Institute. And make sure you download the BetMGM app, the king of sports books for this week new users can use the code atoz200 atoz200 place a ten dollar money line wager and win two hundred dollars when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game that's that's tonight i mean it almost feels like a short thing uh but of course we all we all know that's sports betting there's there's no short thing but uh atoz200 $10 money line wager with $200 when either team scores touchdown. Uh, so go over there and download uh, 
the BetMGM app. Also, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older in Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from insurance. For a problem with gambling, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Let's head to the comments, Charlie, before I get to your number one thing. But what's the best part of the Titans team after clinching the number one seed in the AFC? Uh, And Josh simply says the best part is that they are a team. And I think you've seen really good football teams win the Super Bowl because they are a team. Those Patriots teams that have won. The Eagles team that beat the Patriots, I felt like that was a good, close-knit team. Josh kind of brings that out. Henry coming back now. Uh, Let's see, Ricochet Ray says the defense, resilient from Orlando, being healthy, Pauly D, health from Malachi. Um, Let's see here. Getting Derrick Henry ready for the divisional round. John goes with health. Justin says their fight, don't give up and keep going. They do what they need to do to win. That also is a good attribute from uh, a team that has grit from Tyler. Grit of the team. He's saying that's kind of the best part of it. Uh, Time off to get healthy. Let's see, clock management from uh, Jeffrey. I, I don't know if he's in another conversation. But the best part from John is finishing. Defense carrying from Aaron. And we've seen that from past teams, passing offense from Lane, getting healthy again from Jay, health coming in from Joe. So a lot of health because that has kind of been the theme of this season. Terrell comes in with that same type of comment with health. Uh, you talk about Fulton, who who was injured in yesterday's game, but did come back and return later in the game. Resiliency from Frankie. Charlie, what is the best part of this Titans team after claiming the number one seed in the AFC in your mind? thing sends a chill down my spine in a good way. I mean that in a good way, out of excitement. Is there? I mean, is Derrick Henry coming back, right? Like, that, that, that has to be the whole thing. He is the best running back in all of football. The dude is a monster. He's had all of this time, not obviously recovering from an injury, but had all of this time to rest up, get right, become the dude again. And, I mean, just the way that it's all – clicking into places is honestly so crazy it, it feels nuts because i you know as someone who's a titans and a tennessee university of tennessee sports fan um it, it has felt at times like i i don't know god hates us for for some reason like just stuff happens you go really really and i would say earlier this season with all these injuries that that's the way that it felt and clearly a ton of people are feeling the same way where you just go how 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 is this possible that all of these guys are getting injured? You know, most most players ever played in a in an NFL roster this by like a margin, uh, and so just to have that health back, but specifically have the health of of the best running back in football back at the right time when you won the AFC South and you got the number one seed in the AFC. It's insane. It feels almost too good to be true. Should I? I you know I obviously. Given the history of this team, I, I almost feel like, should I get too excited? I, I don't want to get too excited, you know. But it, I, I just, like, it seems like the most obvious answer, and I, I don't want, I, I feel like I want to have some big big brain take, but the, the best part of this team is the fact that Derrick Henry's coming back. I, it just, I think it's that simple. 
Well, he is the best running back uh, in the NFL and has been, and his statistics stayed true from when he exited until when he returns, which will be in the first uh, game of the playoffs. And, you know, and they're the, the Titans, I, I think, are going to be a deadly football team in, in, in the playoffs if they play the way they are capable of playing. Uh, we'll talk later in the week with the chat about comparing last year's team and this year's team because they are very similar, but they are different. I think for for me, the best part about this team is the fact that they stayed the course, right? It was so easy. And I'm actually going to pull up a, a tweet that I, I sent out yesterday because I truly believe this. And I said, the Titans worked their ass off for that number one seed. A lot of teams would have folded after their best player went down. Mike Vrabel had his team stay the course through adversity, and now the road of the Super Bowl goes through Nashville, Tennessee in the AFC. Charlie, there were so many times where they could have just like, at eight, they were at eight and two, right? They were at six and two at one point, and then they won two games without Henry. They could have folded like they could have lost to not only the Texans, which they did, they could have lost maybe possibly to the Jags, like the Colts did. They could have, they, they did lose to the Steelers. They could have lost in Miami last week, which would have made this week completely different. But the resiliency, and I love that word from the chat that Mike Vrabel, this, and I hate to compare the, well, it, it, the Titans kind of did it to themselves. I hate to compare like the Titans to the Patriots, but. This is the type of stuff that the Patriots do, that we've seen them do, right? Is they lose Gronk, doesn't matter. They lose Julian Edelman for a period of time, doesn't matter. Their offensive, their left tackle goes down, doesn't matter. Their offensive line somehow gets stronger throughout the course of the year. Their defense, somebody, you know, something happens. Patrick, uh, Patrick Chung goes out. I don't know, something. But always the Patriots find a way to either get in the playoffs with a top seed or they're playing good football heading into the playoffs. This is what I feel like Mike Vrabel has done to this team is they've taken on those type of characteristics and now the Titans are that team. The uh, I'm trying to think of exactly how, how to characterize it. These dudes are just t tough as nails, and and to an extent that I, I didn't think that they could be, and it, it it makes me proud proud to see just as a fan. But I mean, yeah, you you got to give credit where it's due. I I'm a guy. We're going to talk about this a little more in depth in in a minute when we're talking about Vrabel as coach of the year. But like, I'm a guy who was extremely critical of Mike Vrabel, uh, and to to the point where when we lost to the Jets, I mean, I was. I was done. I all, I mean, you you can go back. It's it's all on Twitter. It's I put it in writing, <laughs> and uh, and the way that they just find a way is almost like nobody else in in the NFL. I think it is like nobody else in in, in the NFL. I don't know how the guy does it because you just look at the position that they were in. I I will say I I got extremely worried. You lose that Steelers game. You lose that Patriots game. And you're just looking and going, oh man, this it's all falling apart. Like, no, like we were, it was right there, but it, it and it felt a little bit out of your control because you lost Eric Henry at that point. And and it sort of was what it was, but just they scratch and they claw and they find a way every single time. And, and I don't know. I mean, he's done it his whole time at Tennessee. And they and you can tell in the things that these players say where they just have this 
total next man up mentality. They they absolutely take on the character of their coach. I think it's because he's a guy who very literally will get down in the trenches with them. I mean, you know, everybody, you always hear about how Vrabel actually like practices with these guys and like will literally hit guys in practice. Um, you know, they just take on that character. And it's, I, I can be critical all I want to. The, the the guy has has gotten it done in incredibly in, impressive even if i do have my criticisms i mean you just you can't you cannot in any way knock that part of this team they're just tough as nails man no you're absolutely right and while you were going through that some news hit the wire uh matt Nagy, not surprisingly was fired by the chicago bears but brian flores fired by the miami dolphins which huh. I think is a big surprise yeah. after they, I mean, they fought tough to get back to where they were after a one in seven start, but obviously that was not acceptable as Brian Flores. So the Dolphins, the Bears, the Vikings all need new head coaches. And, you know, the Dolphins, they beat the Patriots yesterday. They ended, they ended the season nine and eight after starting one and seven. But man, I, that was a surprise to me. I did not see Brian Flores getting uh, fired, and yeah. you know, as as the chat says, uh, Mike Zimmer gone too. So, look, this is a win now league, and we talked about the coaches just then. Uh, you have to win now, and you cannot. When you get an opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. That kind of leads us into our next topic, which is the Titans and the Colts. Both are not playing next week. <laughs> So let's talk about that. I have seen this in the chat. The Colts completely blew their season and missed the playoffs by losing to the Jags. Let's talk about that. But first, I do want to mention one of our great sponsors, and that is Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to find your next ride. They have your perfect make and model there. If you're looking for a new car in, in new 2022, well, Check out the Hyundai Palisade, full-size SUV, third row sitting, all the bells and whistles. They also have got sedans like the Sonata, like I own and I absolutely love my Sonata, or the Santa Fe or Elantra. They have your perfect make and model. Go look at the inventory. Tell them A to Z Sports since you get an even better deal. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And download the Bet MGM app, the king of sports books, with code A to Z200, ATOZ200. Place a $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game tonight. That's ATOZ 200. $10 money line wager for $200 when either team scores a touchdown. Go over and download Bet MGM. So the Colts do something that they consistently have done since 2014, and that is lose to the Jags. In Jacksonville. They haven't won since 2014 in Jacksonville. That's mind-blowing. I mean, I know the Andrew Luck streak against the Titans was pretty mind-blowing. That was bad. But this, this game, this was a game that I felt like all – this was the clown game. Jags fans were making fun of themselves because they didn't think they could beat the Colts. And then Trevor Lawrence looked like he was playing in Clemson, honestly, yesterday. They got out to a lead. They didn't. You know, they got out to lead early on in the season in Cincinnati on Thursday Night Football, and then all of a sudden, the Bengals come storming back. You kind of felt like the Colts were going to do that, but they didn't. Were you, I mean, were you as shocked as I feel like everybody was? I know Titans fans 
are happy about that because the Colts, I felt like, can be a dangerous team, but they were dangerous yesterday in Jacksonville. I, I, shocked. Um, I, I was just laughing for an hour. Six to 11. I mean, it, yeah, it was almost more the way that it happened. Did I think that there's an outside chance that the Jags could beat the Colts? Yeah, they beat the Bills earlier this season. Like, anything can happen in the NFL. But, but when it's just all like, on the line, like, that was a midseason yeah. game where the Bills didn't have much of their offensive line. This is to get into the playoffs. Do not lose this game. It it was so gratifying because I had – so we we beat the Colts earlier in, in the season. And a t- so a ton of Tennessee fans, I, I cut co- for A to Z, if we haven't established this, I covered Tennessee. I am sort of the Tennessee guy for you all, me and Zach Reagan. And uh, there are a lot of Tennessee fans who are in, in Indianapolis fans because of Peyton Manning went to the Colts and now they're Indianapolis fans. And these Indianapolis, we beat Indian, we swept Indianapolis. And these Colts fans are like, well, you guys, now Derrick Henry is out. You're not good news. You're still, we're going to win the AFC South. We got Jonathan Taylor. And, and, and ragging, ragging, they lost to us twice. And they're ragging on us. And it's so gratifying <laughs> to have them not only lose that game to the Jacks, which in itself is hilarious, but to lose it with everything on the line when they earlier in the season, oh, Derrick Henry's out. AFC South is ours. This is hilarious. I mean, that's the choke of the century. Carson went through like 42 interceptions, looked all he strip sack, just so bad all the way around. I could not stop laughing. It's so funny that that happened. And then thank you. Thank you to the Steelers. Thank you to the Jags. Uh, you know, hand, handshakes all around from Titans fans. I, it, it was absolutely shocking, especially the way they went down, just getting their butt kicked. But I'm, God, I've, I'm still, I'm so much joy, so much joy because of that. Well, that was the first, I mean, I, this has to be, and I, I, I have not fact checked this, but I would assume this has to be the first team in NFL history to have the most pro bowlers on the team or in the NFL on their team and not make the playoffs. I, I just don't remember that ever happening before because they had seven this year. I that was think the most I, of any NFL team. I think I saw yesterday somebody, I think I saw somebody tweet out that that was the case, and then people in the comments said the Chiefs did it a few years ago. In like 2012, I think, um, it, it had the same. Still that, not a good look. Oh, yeah. All. I mean, it, it's a complete anomaly. It's absolutely insane, and, and what an embarrassment. It's hilarious. Well, so let's take a look at what the Colts are not going to be a part of, and that is the playoff picture. So the Titans get the number one seed in the AFC. We'll focus on the AFC, and then we'll kind of flip over to the NFC. Here's the bracket right now. Well, we'll start with this. Boom, right there, number one seeds, Packers, Titans. They get the bye. This now means a lot more because of the restructure of the playoff because they automatically in the divisional round. Here's how the the playoff picture shakes shakes up. The Steelers go to Kansas City in the first round. Then you've got an AFC East showdown. They were battling to see who was going to win that division. Now the the important part is whoever won that division was going to get home field. So the Patriots travel to Buffalo 
and you'd think that they'd pass the ball more than three times this go around. And then you've got the Raiders playing the Bengals. These are some pretty good AFC matchups. Which one out of these three AFC, Charlie, are you kind of more intrigued with? I am really interested to see if the Steelers can actually give Kansas City a game. Obviously, it impacts the Titans in the next round, but like Big Ben has kind of had this sort of, I don't, I don't know, miracle. To knock, off, to knock off the defending AFC conference champions. Yeah, it'd be crazy. And and he just, the end of the season for him has been serendipitous, I, I guess you would say. It's worked out for him going out the door and his retirement and all this stuff, you know, beat, beating the Browns. They won yesterday, getting slipping to the playoffs. And now, and, and slipping to the playoffs by the, essentially the fact that the Chargers and the Raiders did not tie yesterday, which was, so funny and and an amazing and at the one of the most compelling football games I've ever watched. But we can maybe talk about that later. Um, but they just have this this crazy end of the season, and now on paper, I mean that should be a twenty point win for Kansas City, right? But it's the playoffs. Weird things happen. You never know. Kansas City, not as much with Mahomes, but has in the past had a penchant for choking in the playoffs, and this season was a little weird for them. Um, and so I'm very interested to see what happens uh there and and i almost i feel like the bills are kind of in a similar situation to us and i just i don't want to say i'm rooting for the bills but nobody wants to see the patriots anymore get out of here bill belichick we're done go go home and so I, i i just feel like they're kind of this resurgent small market team kind of like the the titans and and i wouldn't mind seeing them move on also so I think that is kind of, and you kind of led me into, you know, who could the Titans possibly play of a lesser team, right? Because if if the the top, let's see, two, three, and four, if those seeds win, then you're going to face, you know, one of the best teams. So you've got Kansas City and you've got Cincinnati and Buffalo. But I really look at the other teams, which are the New England and the Raiders, so I don't know if Big Ben can pull off. I just don't know if he has the team or the strength or I just don't know if they can beat Kansas City in Kansas City. I could see the Raiders beating the Bengals and I could see the Patriots beating the Bills. That's not far-fetched to me, which means that is one of those teams could possibly play the Titans at home. You know, the Raiders are playing good football heading into the playoffs. They just beat the Colts. Then they just beat the Chargers last night. They're kind of trending up. The Bengals, they lost to the Browns, but they didn't play all their guys. And, you know, Joe Burrow is a weapon, but this is kind of the first time he's been in the playoffs. It's the first time Derek Carr's been in the playoffs because the only other time. Do you? Here's a trivia question. Who is the quarterback for the Oak for then the Oakland Raiders the last time they were in the playoffs? It wasn't Derek Carr because he broke his leg. I oh man. I I mean I would have guessed Carr. Actually, that I it was kind of interesting that you said he had never played. Um, I have no idea. Matt McGloin. Whoa. <laughs> I remember that, that is... because they lost to the <laughs> Texans in Houston. Uh, weird, but uh, it was wild. And yeah, and Lucas was the first one that I saw that Matt M. I'll kind of give uh, that as the answer. But yeah, McGloin. 
Um, it's wild. And a lot of people are guessing Rich Gannon. It's not Rich Gannon. And that was way back when they lost the Super Bowl to the Bucks, which was a great day for me. But uh, it was that. So this is kind of Derek Carr's first opportunity, right? I mean, this is his first chance. Joe Burrow, young guy, jumping on the scene. I'm really intrigued with that football game. I, I'm looking forward to watching. It's weird because it's just two teams that were, when you think playoff teams, I don't think of that. Yeah, there's a lot of potential in these games for just strangeness in general. Because with with the Patriots, you know, Mac Jones is still a newborn as far as like, you know, a quarterback in the NFL goes. And and like who knows how he's gonna play? You're saying you know the 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 Bengals with a uh, a playoff rookie quarterback and a uh, you know and a pl- essentially as as old as Derek Carr is a guy that's never played in the playoffs there too. You just never know how how it's gonna react because I mean you've even seen with with Tannehill a, a guy who's been in the league for so long he has in the last couple of years in the playoffs kind of wilted and then really not been that guy after having really nice regular seasons. So hopefully, hopefully we can flip it. Tannehill did not have a great regular season this year and suddenly he's playing right at the right time. Hopefully fingers crossed, knock on wood. Uh, and then very, very interested to see how, how some of these first timers uh, play in these games. Let's flip on over a quick look at the NFC. The Packers obviously have the bye. Then you've got Bucks hosting the Eagles. Jalen Hurts didn't play in the last game of the season. He will play in Tampa in the first round. Cowboys hosting the 49ers, a throwback 90s game. And then you've got that. This is on Monday night, LA hosting the Arizona Cardinals after that weird game yesterday. I did win a prop bat from Debo Samuel, which I needed on that last drive to put me over the edge. Any game that kind of opens your eyes on the NFC side of things? I I love just watching as a third party what happens with the Cowboys because they do have just so much like really na- national support. There are just a lot of Cowboys fans everywhere, even here. I know Cowboys fans in Knoxville, Tennessee, you know, most valuable sports brand in the world. And they've just had this kind of comedy of errors when it comes to the playoffs. And San Francisco, you look at that matchup and you just go, surely that's a win for the Cowboys. But is it? Because it's the Cowboys. <laughs> and and uh, it should be. Dak, Dak Prescott needs to be that dude. He, he needs to step up, be the guy, and and carry them. Because this is... I would say the 49ers are beatable. Jimmy Garoppolo yes. has a, like, a broken and torn ligament in his throwing thumb. Yeah, I mean they they have to they have to win that game, and I almost feel like it is a setup with the history that the Cowboys have had, where it's just it's the perfect spot for them to lose that that game in kind of a hilarious fashion. It, they that's they've kind of just been a team that does that in in the playoffs. But if there has ever been a year with uh, with Dak in Dallas, I mean this is it, man. I this is the first time in his time there where I watched them during the regular season. And I said this is a real deal. This these guys right here. I, I think they ha- they have a chance to make it to the NFC Championship game, put themselves in that position, um, and and so I I am just very intrigued by that matchup because it, it it feels like a little bit of a trap game. Yeah, I I agree. That's probably the one. Uh, obviously, I'm actually be, be flying to Dallas for our A to Z Sports Dallas game day show for that. Um, it's gonna be a big game, uh, and Huge, but I'm yeah. also looking for 
for Bucks Eagles to see how Tampa is going to do without Chris Godwin, without AB, and without Leonard Fournette, because I don't know if he's coming back because of that hamstring he injured a few weeks ago. So uh, I'm always got my eye on Tom uh, down there in Tampa. But uh, man, this is this has been a lo- this has probably been the longest. I mean, it has it has been the longest NFL regular season in the history of the NFL because of the added game. And it came to a head yesterday with some really good games and some big-time movement. Uh, even that, the, the Titans-Texans game was close at the end. They Damian Amendola almost kind of backdoored their way in, uh, but the Titans fend them off, and that was a big part due to the coaching. And that is Mike Vrabel, and that is where we're going to next. And the question we're going to ask you guys, and, and Charlie, you, you kind of said earlier, how critical you were of Mike Vrabel, and then now what he's done. I'll give you a chance to kind of react to that. But the percentage chance that Mike Vrabel wins coach of the year. We'll have Dan Orlovsky's tweet up to eat some crow up on the screen because uh, he didn't even put him in in the conversation a couple of weeks ago. But percentage chance that Mike Vrabel wins coach of the year. But before we get there, do want to tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. And now, instead of 195-plus locations, and, and I'll switch this the next time you see it, it's over 200 locations. That makes it easier for Tennesseans to get the perfect health plan they need. Better coverage, better rates, better service. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans right here in Tennessee. It's a trusted brand, and the best part is they have the perfect health plan for you. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a young family, self-employed, all you have to do is either go online, give them a call, you'll have a one-on-one meeting. I'm in the process right now of doing this, and I'm switching over. I'm going to Farm Bureau Health Plans because they are going to have the right plan for me. So visit online, fbhp.com, over 200 locations across the state of Tennessee. Better coverage, better rates, better service. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. And download the BetMGM app, the king of sportsbooks. New users can use the code ATOZ200, A to Z200, and place a $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the College Football National Championship game tonight. That's code ATOZ200. $10 money line wager win $200 when either team scores a touchdown. So go download the BetMGM app. Quick recap of this morning so far. The Titans and the Packers are number one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. Vikings have fired their general manager, Rick Spielman, and coach Mike Zimmer, gone. The Bears have fired GM Ryan Pace and coach Matt Nagy, gone. And the Dolphins have fired fired coach Brian Flores. So just, you know, it's 8.50 Central Time. In that quick amount of time a lot of movement here in the nfl so here's the question we're asking and i I want honesty on these percentages which is percentage chance that mike Vrabel wins coach of the year i'm going to go through the comments and then charlie i'll let you answer steven says 50 uh angry parrot says 69 orlando says 94 100 from michael Derek says 110 percent adam says 90 monsoon says 100 rooney says 80 100 from Big Drips with the Z, respect there. Uh, AD says 100%, especially if the Titans win the first playoff game. It is 
is supposed to be for just the regular season. Uh, Dylan says 100%, 85 from Terry, 88.89 from Louie, 100 from Maurice, 100 from Jason Martin, 95 from Wrath of the Titans. Let's say 50-50. So this is a lower number from TKB on YouTube. 50-50% chance for him and Matt LaFleur. What's your answer to this, Charlie? I think I'm right there with TK. Wow. Uh, Okay, so you're closer to the 50 line. 50, 60%. Because here's what you see. And and it's not because he doesn't deserve it. In my opinion, he's... I I think it's, it's a clown choice to have anybody other than Mike Vrabel be the coach of the year this year, just when you just look at body of work. But you can just see with these national guys, like they don't watch the Titans play football. They don't. Because you can just see it in the things that they say. I saw Dan, Dan Orlovsky, maybe in an effort to make up for his idiot take about Mike Vrabel and the coach of the year, I believe, I I think it was him, said that he thought that Todd Downing should be assistant coach of the year. And I go, have you watched the Titans play this season? Like, Todd Todd Downing is the bane of every Titans fan existence at this point, if you're critical of the, the coaching staff at all. The defense has been the revelation this season if anybody on this staff it's Shane Bowen because the way that this defense has turned around in this crazy way and become you know one of the best defensive lines in the league and and just been powerful without Derrick Henry here for the team and you just go like do you ever watch us play do you have you do watch a single Titans game because I don't I genuinely don't think they do they consider the Titans just a second class organization and and in a situation like the Titans are in right now I I love being able to have that underdog chip on your shoulder because they just always write us off, which, Hey, I'm fine with that. This team plays their best when that is, when that's the feeling around them. But I, I just think that they're going to go with LaFleur cause it's the Packers. Oh, it's the pack They're The, you know, the team, it doesn't matter that they have the best quarterback in football. And I could probably make the Packers decent this season. You know, that doesn't matter, but uh, it, it just, to me, you have to look at the folks that do the voting and the the choosing on this. And they just, they think the Titans, again, they think the Titans are just a second-class organization. They, they're not going to put us up there. And they're they're not going to give Rabel his due, I, I think. Or, I mean, if they do, fair enough. Congratulations. I Again, I think he deserves it. But I, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll put it that way. So uh, a couple of comments coming in here I wanted to bring up. And... Let's see, scrolling back up. Pauly D brings up Dan Orlovsky was all about the Colts and uh, anti-Vrabel. And Pauly D, you are correct because we have Dan Orlovsky. Matt LaFleur is coach of the year. And Nick Sensari, which is, you know, you get the Eagles should come in second. That's dead wrong from Dan Orlovsky. But the problem with Dan Orlovsky is he works for ESPN, which is hot take central. It's give me your hot take of the day. You know, have five, 10 hot takes. Don't necessarily believe in what you mean. And, and I I think that that's the struggle there. The other comment I wanted to read as I scroll down is, and it talks about what 
John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have done. Orlando says, any chance J-Rob wins executive of the year? I think there's an opportunity, but I do think that probably the Bengals executive would probably win that just based on drafting and how that team has panned out. The, the Bengals have been very, very impressive with how they've, like, they didn't have to draft Jamar Chase. They didn't have to do the whole teammate thing. That thing has worked out unbelievably so uh, well. My percentage for I, I'm I'm probably closer Charlie to you than the chat. I'd say actually I'm going to go 65 percent chance because you I don't necessarily you have to take into account who's voting as you referenced, who's not watching the Titans games which you referenced, and also the competition. And the competition are from big markets. The Green Bay Packers are a storied franchise. The Tennessee Titans are not. But I do think that the last week of the season, Mike Vrabel started to get some really nice play. 65% still gives him the majority in my mind. I think he's still on pace to win it. I think that he will win it. But there is a you know a 35% chance that you know Matt LaFleur gets it because of what he's done maybe over the last three seasons instead of the last season. But I'm I'm at 65%. I think he deserved, if you look at what, and, and I think about what, what is a coach's job. A coach throughout the course of a long season, the longest season in NFL history because it was, you know, 18 weeks, you have to do what Mike Vrabel did, and that is you have to combat adversity. You have to get through injury. You have to... Keep your team focused. Now, the problem and the reason why I say 35%, and I, I said this last week, he did lose to two 4-12 and 12 teams, which actually now 4-13 and 13 teams, the Jets and the Texans. That's going to hurt his case for Coach of the Year. But, you know, the Packers lost uh, yesterday to the Lions, and... That wasn't good, but I know that they sat their starters. Do you take that into account? I, like, there's so many, and Derrick Henry's out. But I still think Mike Vrabel's deserving of the coach of the year because of the injury bug that his team had and where they finished. Here's my my full take on the situation where, to me, like, I, I, I don't know how you could give it to anybody else. So I, I have gotten a reputation. I don't know how many people who are watching this right now are also Tennessee fans and, and maybe watch my my show with Jonathan Crompton or listen to our sh my show with Zach Reagan. But I've got a reputation as a guy who's like a quick, once once anything goes south with the team, I'll fire a coach. That's, that is true to a certain extent, but I only do it for coaches who I truly believe that about. Like Rick Barnes, things have gone south for a couple of years since he's had uh, Grant Williams. And I go... Let's give him, let's see how this plays out. See exactly where we're going. I, you know, I, I think see, you know, and he's brought in five-star players and he can get better, but, but that's a whole other conversation. But with other coaches, like with Butch Jones after 2015, he blew a couple of games and I went, this guy's a clown. Get this guy out of here. It turns out I was right about that. Mike Vrabel had reached that point with me earlier this season. He loses, he goes two and two to start the season and loses to the Jets, which is still, I mean, what were you doing? What a horrific loss. And I I have done this enough in my time and analyzed enough of this. I did sports radio for years, you know, done enough of this talking about this where I just, I think I know a, a toasted coach when I see one. 
And I was convinced. I just said, this guy's done. He he only, you know, with Todd Downing, he only wants to hire his friends. He gets arrogant and never admits that he that he's wrong. And and I was just like, this this guy is clowning it up out here, losing to the Jets, and then he can't take responsibility for it after the fact. He was that cooked in my mind. And he went from that point, lost Derrick Henry, and won the AFC South and got the number one seed in the AFC. Like, I just, I can't, he, and, and I'll say this, he is the first coach to ever do that, where, where with me, not that my opinion on this is some kind of in, end-all, be-all, but I'll say this, in, in all my years doing sports media, he is the only coach who has gotten to fully cooked for me, fully done, and come back from, from that brink. Because I just, as I said, I just really feel like being a Tennessee fan, you know a bad coach when you see one, and we've been here and done this plenty and and he is the only coach of my entire time that has ever just made me look like a total idiot when I got to that point. Like he's he took that personally and he has gone and turned it around and and more power to him. He's the coach of the year. Lost Derrick Henry, lost all these players, had to play all these guys because of all of these injuries. I mean, the dude did it. What what are you what are you gonna say? Nobody has done more with less this season. Then Mike Vrabel, you got to take you got to take the good more along with, with less. That. I think that they, I think more, more with right less. There. If, sorry, sorry. Yeah, more, more, no, more no, with no. Less. That you're right. More oh, with I, less. Okay, no, you're you're, right. you're correct. More with yeah. less. That is the theme of what the Titans were able to do. They did more with less, and I think that should justify the coach of the year. Uh, like I said, I think that I think more writers are starting to open their eyes. If the Titans weren't the number one seed. I don't think they would – I don't think he wins. But now the fact that they outlasted the Kansas City Chiefs because the Chiefs slipped up in Cincinnati two weeks ago, that I mean, that, that kind of tells you what this coach did with this team to get them to where they are without their best player. This is the best you can do in your conference. <laughs> You can't do any better. This is just like losing one game, right? Like, let's say they're the best team. It does. It's just like Baltimore. They were fourteen and two a couple of years ago when the Titans beat them. It doesn't matter. They were the best team. This is the best you can do in your conference. And Mike Vrabel was able to do more with less. It's and you talk about less, man. Des Fitzpatrick was cut. He was drafted, cut, re-signed, cut, re-signed, played, started, cut. Like, that was – they didn't have anybody to throw to. Julio Jones was in and out, mostly out. A.J. Brown was in and out, mostly out. All – and Derrick Henry was in and then out. More with less, I think, is the theme and why he deserves Coach of the Year. I'm with you, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, you just – who else can you look at in terms of body – of work and just go look at what this guy did. Yeah, with the who did the Orlovsky say Sirianni as the second choice? I mean, that's hey, it's it's pretty impressive that they made the, the playoffs this year, but they just slipped into the playoffs. That's all they did. Like in uh, you know, so some of the other candidates, you get past LaFleur, obviously, top seed in the in the NFC. But uh, the for the Zach Taylor for for the Bengals impressive, but with Joe Burrow like a guy who is clearly rounding into becoming a generational quarterback, and and 
you know, hey, that that's great. They beat Kansas City and and did everybody a favor, but you just can't. No, nobody has more boxes checked for coach of the year than Mike Vrabel. And I don't know how, if you did an honest assessment, I don't know how you could come to any other conclusion. I just don't. But I just, again, we've we've already said it. Just none of these guys even watch the Titans play. They have no, they just have no idea. Uh, and and so they're, you know, who knows? They're probably going to pick Nick Sirianni. <laughs> That's why you wait and find out. Uh, be very <laughs> intrigued to see. But you know, and this is this is David and Goliath, right? I mean, you got the little guy, the small market team that just you know the little engine that could that finally got over the hump that now is the number one seed. Is that going to be recognized, or are all of the other storylines going to overshadow him? I, I'm very, very curious to see what that is. So, hey, Charlie, we had a great discussion uh, all the way through on on Mike Vrabel, the playoff teams, and also the best part about this Titans team. Now it's time to get to our final segment. And you've never done this before, but that is Bad Sales Job Monday. I've got a bad sales job for you, my friend. I'm going to see if you can sell it in 30 seconds, so we'll, we'll find that out. But first, I am going to talk to you guys about Renter's Warehouse. Renter's Warehouse is the place to go Nashville's professional landlord's renterswarehouse.com $89 a month and they can become your professional landlord they find the tenant they collect the cash they do background research and all you do is sit there watch your bank account go up because you're renting out your property it's a really smart thing and the best part is it creates another cash flow for you in an easy easy manner nashville's professional landlords right there at renterswarehouse.com and after you make your money with Renters Warehouse, go over and download the BetMGM app and put in code ATOZ200 and then place a $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the College Football National Championship game. Again, ATOZ200, A to Z200, $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the National Championship game. Go download the BetMGM app. All right, it is that time on that Monday. All right, bad sales job. So Charlie's new to this game. I'll give a little recap for everybody watching at home. We do this every Monday, and it's a bad sales job. You, We are going to have to sell something that is very difficult to sell. So, for example, I will give Charlie a topic that he will have to sell. He'll have 30 seconds to sell said topic to the audience. Then he will give me a topic that I will have to sell for 30 seconds. At the end, the commenters in the chat vote to see who wins, and we find out who today's bad sales job champion is. Charlie, would you like to go first to give me, or would you like to sell first? I am far far from a salesman. Uh, it's one of the big reasons I actually got out of sports radio is because I hate uh selling so um i'll just let's get it over with let's what do you got band-aid okay i like that i like that all right uh i will get my trusty timer ready and charlie you will have to say and, and charlie known you live in knoxville correct yep all right so to the great city of knoxville and the university that it appears on uh you need to tell us why the tennessee volunteers should change their name and their mascot 
So you have to sell us why the Tennessee Volunteers need to change their name and their mascot. And you'll have 30 seconds to do it. When you start, the timer starts. So you can take a little bit of time and kind of collect your thoughts. But you have to sell us on why the Tennessee Volunteers should change their name and their mascot. I'm ready when you are. The clock starts when you go. Let's do it. Have you ever been to the Great Smoky Mountains? East Tennessee is beautiful, uh, especially during, during this crisp, cool time of year. And you know what you might see uh, during this time of year if you go up into the mountains? You see an incredible, majestic grizzly bear. They are the true signal of, of East Tennessee when you are here. And that is why I think the University of Tennessee should become Grizzly University, home of the Smoky Mountain Grizzly. And in. In, in, that's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I, this is as good as I could do. Yeah. Oh, the Gr Grizzly University. <laughs> you because I, I I was gonna say the University of Tennessee Grizzly Bears, but then I remembered you said change the name and the mascot. Correct. <laughs> I think is what you said because yeah. I I had to pull it right there at the end. Um, I don't even our know Grizzly our Grizzly Bears. Tennessee. Yeah. Our, I just even thought about it because the, it's the Grizzlies in Memphis, but then I remembered it was actually the Vancouver Grizzlies before. <laughs> Valued effort. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, it's Black Bears. It's, yeah, John John in the comments, he says Black Bears. There you go. It's Hey, Derek, he says I'm sold on Grizzly Youth. There you go. Go ahead and change it, Tennessee. Here's my bad sales job for you. You got to sell why it is actually a good thing that the Colts – Blew it and missed the playoffs and, and lost to uh, the Jags by like 14. So uh, go ahead and, and sell that whenever you're ready. Interested? Why it's a thoughts. good thing? Why it's, a, why it's a good thing. We should be, honestly, Colts fans should be happy that they, so the Jags blew it. And, okay. And, uh, now and now, now I understand. Yeah. Do you have the timer? Oh, it's, you, uh, let me, okay, let me, sorry. If you have your phone, you got a timer, me. 30 seconds, it'll, uh. Here you go. Uh, 30 seconds. And so re repeat what I have to sell again. Why, why it's, this is to uh, Colts fans everywhere. If Colts fans are watching, here's why it's actually great that they lost to the Jags and, and missed the playoffs. Okay. Uh, and, and you, not only should you be, not mad. You should be happy that this happened. <laughs> so, all right. All right I'm, here we go. I'm ready. Go for it. Colts fans should be happy that they lost to the Jags because it confirms they still suck. You're always going to suck. You're never going to be good. And you know that deep down in your heart. Nobody after Andrew Luck, you got too lucky with Andrew Luck. After Peyton Manning, you are going to suck for the rest of eternity. You are the new Browns. That's why this is a good team. And this is a good thing. This is just a start. You can't win in Jacksonville now. You're never going to win in Jacksonville. That is why you should be happy. You still blow. All right, <laughs> All right Zach won. I, see, but that's... I flipped it. I just flipped it. I know that's good. not what you're going for. I and, and this shows why 
you sell the ads on this show so effectively and make money for this company. And I don't do that. <laughs> I, I, you got to vote. You got to vote. So vote hey, earlier, Zach. I think Justin. this could be a landslide. Thank you, sir. Uh, but that was uh, look. Uh, it's a fun segment, right? You, you come up and uh, you know Tennessee may be the new Grizzlies. Grizzly, you? Yeah, exactly. It's. I think it's great. Uh, I I think my the main criticism that I saw is that I went slow. I, I guess thirty seconds is not as long as maybe I thought it was. It, it was. I, I could. Yeah, it does go quick. Um, yeah. Well, by the comments, we'll just quickly wrap this up. Uh, Zach with the dub. Zach. Zach. Yeah, Zach. Are. Zach. <laughs> it did get a, a char, Charlie right there, and then there was another Charlie. Yeah, there was one more, I think. Derek, Charlie wins, Grizzly U Pride. Yeah, baby. Uh, but I'll take the dub uh, today. But, Charlie, thank you for joining the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. The Titans are the number one seed in the AFC for the third time ever and the first time since 2008. We'll see what they can do to take advantage. We got a long week to talk about these playoff games. We got a long week to talk about the health of the Tennessee Titans. And then we got two weeks to figure out who they're going to play, when they're going to play, and how they're going to play. So uh, we appreciate you. Hey, if there's any last things you want to pub about the Big Orange Podcast or the Podcast Network, please do. Yeah, just uh, if, if you're a Tennessee fan and watching this, make sure that you're tuning in to the, the Big Orange Podcast with myself and, and Zach Reagan. We'll actually be posting it later today. We're recording it this afternoon, and then it'll be posted tonight, and we post it every single uh, Monday. And so if you're if you're a Tennessee fan, you can just hear my my nonsense. It's similar to this, but talking about the Vols with, with me and, and my fellow A to Z sports writer, Zach Reagan. Um, and so go check that out. And when football season rolls back around, I do the game day show with Jonathan Crompton, former Vols quarterback, Jonathan Crompton, which was an, an absolute blast this season. And, and honestly, like, thank you guys so much for letting, letting me do that show. It was so killer. It's so fun. Um, couldn't have gone better, I think. So that's, that's pretty much it. Big orange podcast. Go check it out there. And just, I write stuff on easysports.com. There you go. Well, appreciate you, Charlie. We'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, everybody, at 8 a.m. Adios.